Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. Sure Top Roofing presents the Carolina Contractor with your host, Donnie Blanchard. Brought to you by Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. And it's another beautiful Saturday afternoon. Welcome to the Carolina Contractor Show. I'm Eric Smith with our host, Donnie Blanchard from Sure Top Roofing. How you doing, Donnie? Everything's great. Good Saturday. And the Canes are in the playoffs round two. They are. That was a really good game this past week, and I'm ashamed to say their last game versus the Capitals. I saw that they were down 0-2, and I went to bed. Shame on me. Well, my son this year really got into hockey, and he was watching that game seven, and we stayed up till the end of regulation, and he didn't want to go to sleep. But I'm like, it was after 10 p.m. I'm glad we didn't because mm. it went into, obviously, a couple overtimes. Good dad game. move. And they play again tomorrow, game two, against the Islanders up in New York. You can check out the carolinacontractor.com. Lots of information on there, past shows, also information that Donnie had covered over the past couple weeks. Last week, we had great conversations about roof ventilation, pollen in your house, also insurance protocol after a hailstorm. You want to find out some details of those specific subjects. Again, go to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. But today, we have a special guest in the house, don't we, Donnie? We do. Today, we have Britt Hayes with Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply, and he's someone we deal with on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis, and he really takes great care of us, and he just has a lot of good information for the listeners, and I really appreciate you coming in today, Britt. Donnie, Eric, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, I really look forward to catching up and, and going back and forth with you guys this afternoon. Well, we'll start off with how did Mid-Atlantic get started? Mid-Atlantic actually got started probably about 15, 16 years ago. Uh, with a company called Metal Roofing Systems. We actually started off in the metal fabrication business. We're in existence for about five or six years before we decided to get into the actual distribution side of the business. We are now in three states. We're mm-hmm. in North Carolina, South Carolina, and also in Tennessee, distributing commercial, residential, and uh, and metal products now. So kind of evolved since the metal roofing system days to a full-line manufacturer on the metal side. Mm-hmm. as well as um, specializing in you know, distributing all facets of roofing products. I hate to put you on the spot like this, but right there on the website, it says a supplier with a different approach. Uh, what does that mean? We thought it was a catchy tagline. That's the reason why we chose it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, to be honest, we're a little different than, than some of our competition. You know, Our competition, they do a great job uh, the way they run their businesses, but how we operate our businesses is I'm one of the owners. There's a handful of owners that are with Mid-Atlantic Roof Supply, and we are involved in the business daily. I'm talking with Donnie on a daily slash weekly basis about his business, how we can grow it together, you know, what problems, you know, we're having together. We really are involved as the sales guys in the business. And I think because of the tangibility that we have as the owner, we can make decisions very quickly. We're very nimble. You know, we're not as big as some of our competitors, uh, which has its pros and its cons. But um, the thing that we really hold our hat on or hang our hat on, I guess, for a lack of a better term, is that you know we're very tangible and can make decisions very quickly. Um, also, we we're small business owners, just like the guys mm. that we call on. So th- there's a lot of relatability there, for sure. We know the the wins, and we also know the struggles of a small business. That's really why the handful of guys that decided to partner up and do Mid Atlantic, you know, we called on entrepreneurs and small business owners 
all day long and decided to to jump into that that battle with those guys and and see kind of what what they deal with. One thing we really like is the fact that I can get an owner on the phone. There's no other company out there that supplies roofing materials, and we have accounts everywhere. So we've been around the block. We bought from everybody. We have likes and dislikes everywhere. But I can call Britt, and if he doesn't answer the the call, he calls me right back and. Usually I can have an answer within just a few minutes. And in our world, you know, timing is everything. So if I need that answer, it's usually time sensitive. So another thing that I'll throw out there that they do, since they're tailored strictly to roofing, Mm -hmm. where these other suppliers are vested in so many other areas like siding and, and other things, those guys being strictly roofing, they carry specialty items that the other people do not. So things that would be special order and it may take a week or two to get your hands on, usually these guys have it in stock, and that is extremely beneficial to us. Because otherwise, you'd have to stop working on a project if you needed a special. And, and, and in our world, a roof is wide open. So you have weather uh, to compete with, and you have a homeowner who's upset because their job isn't getting finished. And some of these special order items aren't apparent when you do the original estimate. These are things that reveal themselves as the roof mm-hmm. replacement has taken place. Britt, at Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply, as Donnie just mentioned, you have specialty items in stock, but you have a lot of products. Why do you have the specific product lines that you do have? To be honest with you, Eric, you know, we, we partnered up with guys that um, we only focus on roofing, to, to Donnie's point. That's our specialty. So we tried to partner up with manufacturers that had diverse products mm-hmm. that could touch different facets of of the market, where it's not just a standard 50-year shingle or um, a designer shingle. I mean, most of the manufacturers that we partner up with, if a homeowner has a situation, um, a roofing situation, we have a product that can that can meet their need, which is big for us because the Donnie's point earlier, you know, we don't we don't sell siding, we don't sell windows. So, you know, if you're gonna be a one stop shop for a product, you need to partner up with good manufacturers that, that can help you support, you know, your your tagline. His relationship with these manufacturers is key for us because a lot of times I don't have to fight that battle, whereas I would have to track the local guy like we had Ron Cook with GAF in mm-hmm. last week and Britt has such good relationships with these folks that I can relay my problem. And a lot of times he's working on that in the background for me while we keep moving to the next job. So that that helps us out a lot. I would say, you know, that that's kind of another thing. You know, since we are the owners, we have dialogue that maybe some of the other people don't have with with these manufacturers um, just because we are making decisions and have vested interest in the guys that are partnered up with us. So we really do try to value add and go to bat for our contractors. Um, One of the things that we do over at Mid-Atlantic is, you know, we do submittals, we do takeoffs. We actually will go out on jobs and meet the manufacturer, adjusters, things of that nature to, to help out because we, we get it. You know, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm a small business owner and I'm getting pulled in 15 to 20 mm. different directions like Donnie is. And so anything I can do to, to value add to his company in order to help him, whether it be uh, answer questions for a homeowner or to to grow his business, um, you know, we can partner together and, and grow together. Even though you're kind of like a middleman between people like Donnie and the manufacturers, you benefit Donnie for the fact that you can do all that legwork for him and he doesn't have to fight with a supplier, not fight with a supplier, do his own research. It probably benefits the supplier because mm. you say, I've got these people like Suretop Roofing that need the supplies. That supplier is going to be happy to work with you because you've got the contacts on the ground, so to speak. That's exactly right. That The end game is when we succeed, he succeeds. Another thing for me is I notice you drive around the triangle and there's houses going up everywhere. If there's a spare lot, there's a building being built or new housing. How's that going to affect building supplies? And what do you see for the future of building supplies in the triangle with so much growth? Honestly, it's a great time to be in the building material uh, industry. We've all been very blessed with that. You know, there's a ton of demand, obviously a ton of supply. 
we're having a lot of issues right now, industry-wide, not just in roofing, but all across the board with trucking, trying to find truck drivers. And then they just implemented uh, the first part of this year where the trucking industry has gone to electronic logs, mm. which I think everybody in our industry and, and industries across the you know the building material as a, as a whole really underestimated the impact that it was going to have as far as lead times and uh, the financial impact that it was going to have on our businesses. So I think that's um, that's played more of an impact on the building material industry than, than anything recently as far as actually getting materials to the end user when when needed because of the, the surplus of demand. Um, and the financial implications of it. So, but yeah, no, there's a, it's a great time to, to be in the building material industry because of the demand for new construction and re-roof. You know, we had storms, the mm-hmm. volatility of, of the storms that impacted not only central North Carolina, but, you know, as far as the coast, it, it really put a, uh, a, a demand on the exterior building material products that we, ha- that I haven't seen in the 13, 14 years that I've been doing this, Donnie. One thing that I, I, it made me think about is, it's a little scary. I heard that the average age of a truck driver is 55 years old. So the young folks just aren't filling these spots as these other folks retire and or get out of the business. And uh, we had a slight price increase last year, and it was almost like someone was looking through a crystal ball because it happened about three months before two landfalling hurricanes. And uh, surprisingly, gas went down after that. Mm-hmm. So people say, why do the prices go up? And it's because of exactly what Britt said, these electronic logs, you know, the demand for truck drivers is down, but uh, well, not to cut you off, Donnie, but we're in a society today when we see something we want, we see it online, we click it, and then the next day or two days later, it's at our door. We don't consider truck drivers who have to deliver products from where we buy them right. to our houses or our businesses. Eric, that's a great point. Um, you know, being in the distribution business, I think a lot of people. And until I got into the distribution industry, I didn't really realize. You just think, hey, I'll order it. It should show up when I order it. Kind of going back to the supply and demand thing that I was talking about earlier. Just to put things into perspective, you have raw materials that have to be shipped to these manufacturing plants, not on the same truck, but different trucks from different wherever they're coming from. And the manufacturer has to make this product, then truck it to the distributor, who then puts it on their yard, which is me, mm-hmm. or the competition. And then we put it on our truck and truck it or transport it to the end user, whether it be homeowner, building owner, whatever that is. So there's a lot of transportation going back to the e-logs and lack of truck drivers that Donnie was talking about earlier. So from start to finish, there's a ton of, of hands uh, that, that touch it, and there's a ton of transportation that has to happen from raw material to, to end user. I'm the end user, and so I take all that for granted on a daily basis. I hate to say that, but it is good to know that. And uh, before we go to the break, I wanted to ask you, what are some of the trends that you're seeing in the roofing industry as on the supply end of things? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Like I said, I've been doing this probably uh, 13, 14 years. Don't hold me to that, uh, somewhere (laughs) along that. Tell my age now. But, yeah, with, with the volatility and the storms that have come through, and I'll just speak for Central you know, I would probably say Western, Central, and Eastern North Carolina. We'll just say North Carolina as a whole, um, with with the storms that have impacted our our state. Um, there's been more insurance claims and insurance work that have transpired over the last year to year and a half um, than I've seen, you know, historically. So because of that, there's more money that these homeowners have that are tangible to spend on their exterior building material products. So what we've done is we've seen a whole lot of full system warranty packages, Donnie, which you're familiar with using the manufacturer parts and pieces, which gives them the extended warranty, the homeowner also high end accessories like 
you know, solar skylights and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And we've seen a really high influx of designer shingles mm-hmm. that, that, that homeowners are, are putting on their houses now that I had, I didn't see in the past. And it is the Carolina Contractor Show. You can get more information at the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. That's Britt Hayes. He's owner of Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply. And, of course, uh, we've got uh, Donnie here from SureTop Roofing. And questions from listeners up next. You ready? Oh, my, I'm sweating. And I tell you what, Britt, if you're good, we'll even let you answer some of these questions, all right? I don't mind helping Donnie out. (laughs) (laughs) So hang on. More of the Carolina Contractor Show coming up next. We'll be back with more of the Carolina Contractor, presented by Sure Top Roofing. Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. Welcome back to the Carolina Contractor with your host, Donnie Blanchard. Brought to you by Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. And you know you can go to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com, to listen to past shows, get past information. Welcome back. I'm Eric with, of course, Donnie Blanchard from SureTop Roofing. And our special guest today is Britt Hayes from Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply. We got questions and you can ask questions that Donnie and, and Britt's going to help out today, your own questions, by going to thecarolinacontractor.com, fill out your question, and you get things like this. Ready, Donnie? I think so. We plan on building this fall. Is advanced framing something that's common in our area? Well, advanced framing kind of came out of the big energy efficiency craze back about 15 years ago when everyone was either doing a lead certified home or an energy star. Uh, those both have kind of became obsolete just because of building codes being so stringent that you have to build energy efficient because of the current electrical mm-hmm. and insulation codes. So what this uh, advanced framing is, is basically a way to save lumber is how they pitch this, as well as be able to add more insulation. So they deduct wood members where necessary and, of course, make wood members thicker where necessary. Uh, there are a few things that we really like about the advanced framing, but there are a lot of things that just don't make sense financially or structurally. Uh, one of the things that they push is that they do a two-by-six exterior wall. And just about every house we've built in the last decade, we've done two-by-four exterior walls. That doesn't sound like a big jump from a two-by-four to a two-by-six. But if you look at it in terms of insulation, you're getting 50% more insulation in that exterior wall. And that makes a big difference. But the, the other thing that they say about the two-by-six exterior walls is that you can space those at two-foot centers. We still like to stick to the 16-inch centers, reason being uh, with a few of the building products that will go on down the road, like siding and certain things like that, depending on what kind you pick out, some of that siding has nail flanges and things like that that are only made for 16-inch centers. So you mm. really have to have a big-picture mindset when you go into this. And we don't feel like the two-foot spacing is a, a very good thing, so we still stick to the 16. A thing that we, we really like is that they do insulated headers. So if you can imagine this 2 by 6 exterior wall, which is really 5 and a half inches, if a header is a double two by 10, that only takes up about three inches. So you've got an extra two and a half inches where you can add rigid foam. And I mentioned this in a, a couple of weeks ago on a show that the average window is about an R3. So you've got this really nice two by six wall with an R19 
and the wall, and you're going along there, you hit the window that's an R3. Well, you go above that window, and if it's just two pieces of wood and nothing else, you've got a hollow cavity in between those. So the rigid foam really makes a, a big difference in terms of getting a, a full envelope when you build. Um, a couple things that we don't like, uh, they, they say that you can hang your headers with Simpson ties and things like that, and we just, we've more of a traditional framing package. We, we like to do jacks under our headers and, and we just feel like a, a wider header than the window with a jack under there it gives you a little more flexibility. If you ever do a window replacement down the road, you just have an extra three inches to play with in there. And with, with what they call for with the window hangers, they don't give you that option. They go for a single top plate in the framing package. We don't really like that because structurally it will pass, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's not a lot more money to have a another two by four that runs along the top to support the roof system. Um, they say that you can actually install rigid foam insulation to cover the entire elevation if it's not a load-bearing wall. We don't do that. We kind of, like the three little pigs analogy, you know, we, we want wood all the way around as strong as we can get that thing. And foam is something you could put your hand through pretty easy, and we just don't feel like that's uh, substantial enough to account for an elevation cover. Uh, the other thing I will say that if you do go this route and you do your homework, make sure that you have a qualified builder who knows what they're doing and where you're going to save money. You're probably going to cancel that out because a framer that knows how to do this and do this right is probably going to charge extra. However, if you do take the plunge and make this move, make sure you use five eight inch drywall everywhere. That two foot spacing often will show itself in between, you know, the studs with the drywall bowing or just a just not a cleaner look. And that extra eighth of an inch of drywall will a lot of times make up for that. And the last thing I'll say a lot of inspectors are not on board with this. So mm. make sure your local building is inspections department signs off on that before you just do it and call in the inspection. And again, you can submit the, your questions to thecarolinacontractor.com. Question number two, we thought we had a roof leak, but it turned out to be our master shower on the second floor. What steps should we take to fix this? Well, take showers downstairs. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we tell people, and this actually happened, so we got a call, and this was a roof that we had done. So we, we don't get many leak calls, and we got this one. We go to check it out, and they said they thought it was leaking from the exhaust vent that served a gas appliance. Well, the part where the part of their house where the water actually showed itself was about 10 feet from this area, so I knew something wasn't right. And I have a motor mediation guy that we deal with. When things like this come up and he brought a moisture meter in, he went all around that shower and the moisture readings were just off the charts around the shower. So this show, this was a second floor shower and it showed itself in the garage below. So basically what we told this homeowner is you want to contact your insurance company and they may or may not cover this because they cover things like a pipe burst, something that happens suddenly. A lot of times a slow leak over time, they will not cover, but that depends on your agent and insurance company. Uh, we told this particular homeowner, cut off the source of, of the moisture. So don't keep using that shower. You're just adding to it. This time of the year, that will foster mold growth way heavier than it would have two months ago. And in terms of putting this thing back together again, you want to use a one-piece shower base. My In my personal home, we have a shower upstairs, and I knew that this would be a problem. And the reason this happened is that the plumber who came before the tile guy basically folded the membrane. He installed that, and several other subcontractors worked in that home between he and the tile guy, uh, my guess was that it got punctured by another subcontractor or the plumber didn't fold the membrane right. And the alternative to that is they make a product called a one-piece shower base. The one I have in my house is a cultured marble shower base. They have other less expensive options like fiberglass. And there's something that they have, I think, at Home Depot called a basin bench combo. I don't know what it's made of, but when you touch it, it almost comes across like a composite material. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what it was made of. So 
before I came in to do the show, I did a little homework and I did I never got to the site that explained the material because there were so many bad ratings on this particular thing that I just kept moving. So <laughs> I recommend the cultured marble. You can get a preformed cultured marble for four or five hundred dollars. If you get into a custom shower, you know, upper to a thousand would be what you would pay. And we got time for one more question. Again, you can submit yours at the com. We have a house being framed in our neighborhood with green walls and a brown roof. What is that product? Hmm. I see these a lot, and this has been around for a while. It just never really caught on, uh, but some folks still buy into it, and that's called a zip system. It's put out by a company called Advantech, and where you see Advantech in most cases is on the subfloor of a new construction. So Advantech came out, I want to say, around 15, 17 years ago, and my first job after college was for a big builder in Chapel Hill, uh, I started and we got a house out of the ground, meaning this was a basement house. We got the framing floor system in, installed and we put this brand new product called Advantech on that. Well, a snow and ice storm hit Chapel Hill and I want to say that house sat under ice for about four weeks. Mm. I had no idea what I was going to see when the ice melted, but the floor system was perfect. So I knew that that product was wow. a good product. They figured it out. And the alternative to that is the same three quarter plywood without the Advantech system. And it's about $10 cheaper per board, but every house we build, we use Advantech on all the living space. The only time we'll use the less expensive plywood is, say, if you're flooring the attic and you need a little extra space up there for your heating and air or storage. But the zip system was put out by Advantech shortly after that, and basically it has the green walls and the brown roof. And what you're seeing from the color is it's an impregnated craft paper that's put on the one side or the other of the OSB. The pitch for this is that you don't have to use Tyvek house wrap or roofing underlayment under the shingles because the craft paper serves as just that. So the way that they accomplish the, the dried-in portion of the construction process is that they tape all of the seams, and that tape you know, goes everywhere that the pieces of plywood come together, and they claim that this has a 30-year warranty. It hasn't been out for that long, so I don't know, but the, the pitch is that you can get your house dried in exponentially faster. Mm. I, I don't know about that. It just basically you're at the mercy of the, flame, of the framing crew on that one. The one thing about the walls that I do like is that they've they've thought far enough ahead to allow those walls to have a property that will allow moisture to escape. Now, that's not the case for the roof. The roof is a little more uh, or a little less uh, porous. So the roof will allow some moisture to escape, but not very much. And in the walls, if you ever have water get in there, that's a good thing. So I don't think that the system is inferior by any means. But, you know, just having those um I say it's it's butts versus laps, so all the pieces come together, whereas, say I have a two-story house and it's traditional framing with Tyvek house wrap and synthetic underlayment that we use. After the initial envelope is complete, the Tyvek will start at the bottom. We'll put a positive lap above that, and until we get up to the eaves or the rakes, you know, that has positive laps. So if any water gets behind the siding or whatever veneer you have, of course, it's going to make its way down and not into mm -hmm. the house. Uh, same with the underlayment. It, we always have about a three to four inch lap on our underlayment. So we just feel like that that makes more sense than the butts and laps. And just to be clear, uh, you do have to use the ice and water shield in the valleys, correct, Donnie? You do. That's the one thing that they really haven't made a provision for. So when the framer finishes the house, the plumbing, mechanical and electrical follows right behind that. And one of the Things that our subcontractors really like is the fact that we use synthetic and ice and water shield in the valleys, synthetic meaning the, the underlayment, and that makes a really nice dry house for when they're doing their thing and before the roof takes place.
You have questions, go to thecarolinacontractor.com. You can submit them right there, and Donnie Blanchard with SureTop Roofing can answer them. And uh, many times he, he'll get advice and information from our other guest today, Britt Hayes from Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply. Real quick, Donnie, you have some news about a new website launch. Give our uh, listeners some quick details the next couple minutes we have left. Yes, sir. Uh, well, we launched something recently called designershingle.com, and basically we – took about 40 or 50 places on the web, and we consolidated those into one website. Uh, the demand seems to be growing for designer shingles, and they're becoming ever so popular. Britt mentioned earlier that they're stocking more of these and putting more of these out than ever before. And the reason is, of course, you know, the economy's good, but these are a different look. Uh, a lot of these designer shingles are made to look different than the three tabs and architecturals that you see now. What they try to do with some of these, not all, is they simulate like a wood shake, or a slate tile, or maybe even terracotta like you would see down closer to Florida, while still giving you an asphalt shingle that can be installed pretty easy and definitely a lot cheaper than slate and terracotta and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, the projection is that in about 20 years, there will be 20 to 30 lines of shingles more than there are today. And we were just trying to get ahead of the curve with this site and give the homeowner something that would be useful for them while also, you know, giving other roofers or whoever wants to use it just a tool mm-hmm. that they can access. And we just feel like it's really clean. And we hired the folks who did the website for GAF up in Chicago to do this. So we knew this was going to be pretty big and we wanted to swing for the fences. <laughs> and what's that website address again, Don? It's designershingle.com. No S. Designershingle.com. So you can check that out. Once again, thank you to Britt Hayes from Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply for coming in today. Eric and Donnie, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming, man. Enjoyed it. And of course, Donnie Blanchard with SureTop Roofing. So if you have questions again, you want to listen to past shows, you want to find out more about subjects and topics we've covered, including the ones today, go to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. We'll be here next Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Be sure to tune in. And we thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend and go Canes! Thanks for listening to The Carolina Contractor, brought to you by Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Submit your questions online at thecarolinacontractor.com and tune in next Saturday as we continue to help make your home great again. Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered.